Welcome to Outside the Crystal Ball, Episode 4. I'm Emily Minton. And I'm Reverend Ronald Flores. And on today's episode, we are going to dive into another tarot card, discuss the root chakra, and talk all things meditation. So let's get started. So we're going to start today by diving into another tarot card, talking about another tarot card of the Major Arcana. Did I say it right this time? Yes, Major Arcana. Yes, I did. I want to say Arcadia every time. (laughs) Um, So the Major Arcana are, are, um, there's 12 of them if I remember. Is there 12? Or am I making 12 up? Am I making 12 up? I'm making 12 up. Oh, wow. You have really put me on the spot now. I think there's total 78 cards. I want to say there's more than 12 Major Arcana really? because uh, I want to say there's like 23, maybe. Could be. Something like that. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. The one we're going to talk about today is the Empress. And the Empress, I don't know, let me see if I can bring that a little bit closer. There's the Empress there. So, Ronnie, what if I pull this card in a reading, what does that tell me? So, the Empress talks about, it talks about the person, right? The number, before we even start talking about all the, the things that are within the card, the number three represents growth, okay? So this is a, a card that talks about growth within your life or with within whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, so if we notice on her, her long gown, she has, again, those pomegranates representing fertility and reproduction and things like that, but she also has a lot of symbols in this card, so... In, she's she has these these stars on her head which represent the spiritual realm she also is um showing her feet so there's there's a lot in this card and when she shows her feet that actually symbolizes that she is ready to take action she's not withholding anything she's ready to start moving forward so if I had to sum sum up this card, because there's so much in it like the red and the yellow the red representing the root chakra the yellow representing the uh Solar plexus, the green with the heart, the orange with the sacral. Uh, if I had to sum this up, it would be about balancing the those lower chakras, um, producing something in your life that you really want to accomplish, and also being part of the earthly and the spiritual realm at the same time, incorporating both within, again, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So there's a lot going on in this card, but the most important thing about this is the growth aspect of it. So if you were trying to, I don't know, let's let's think of something. Let's say that you were trying to save money. And when we pull this card, if you were to ask in a, in a session, you know, um, I'm, well, I'm trying to save money, you know, uh, how do I do that? I would say that this represents you putting money in the bank, letting it grow, right? And also, too, making sure that you're balanced enough to make decisions with that money whenever the time comes, whenever you reach that goal. And what I mean by that is, let's say that you were saving money to buy a car, but then the time comes when you saved up enough to buy the car, but now your intuition is telling you we need to apply that somewhere else, right? So being balanced and being um, clear-headed will help you to make that decision ultimately what to do with that money because as humans, we like to think that we know what we're doing, right? But spirit intervenes and they're like, hey, yeah, we got you here by making you think that, but here's really ultimately what you're going to do with that situation. So lots going on in this card, but, you know... um, Fertility, growth, stuff like that. What if it's reversed? It means ex- 
pretty much the opposite, right? It means maybe if we're still in that money situation, maybe you don't need to save the money. Maybe you already have it. Maybe you just need to cut your expenses or something like that in order to get that. Um, So it could mean a lot of different things, but ultimately it is the reverse meaning of what I just said. Could also represent an imbalance with those lower chakras too. Yeah, very cool. That's a lot to remember, which is why I have not mastered the tarot yet. You know, I've heard it pronounced tarot before. Have you heard that? I have, yeah. What is the correct way to say it? Do you know? I don't know the correct way. I don't either. I call it tarot. I called it tarot, and then I started listening to someone call it tarot. So then I started saying tarot, and I said that to somebody, and they looked like looked at me like I had three heads. And I was <laughs> like, I'm not pretentious. I just thought I was saying it wrong all these years. It's just interesting. I, I've heard it both. And actually, when I hear someone pronounce it differently, I always know what they mean. I don't mm-hmm. I don't question or tell them, no, it's wrong. But so it's tomato, tomato, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. I guess how fancy you're feeling that day. Yeah. Tarot or tarot. 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 <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, that was all of uh, about the lower chakras. And the one of the mm-hmm. chakras we're going to speak about today is your root chakra, which is the lowest. Perfect. Yep. So that's going to tie right into that. So. Tell me all the things I need to know about the root chakra. Okay. There's a lot involved with the root chakra. It is the very first chakra. It's located at the base of the spine. The color is red, which is a high energy color. But this chakra mostly talks about grounding and balancing. That is the ultimate um, uh, job of this chakra. There are, again, and we talked about in the the last episode about the mantras and things like that that are associated with this. So we're going to talk about all of that. The element for this chakra is earth because, again, it's about grounding. So when you think grounding, you think earth and you think the red or the root chakra. Um, the sense that it has to, the, the sense that it actually um, relates to is smell. So for those of you who are clear, sentient When you're working with the root chakra, you also want to work with your physical smell. Um, So let's talk about the mantra for just a minute. So when whenever you whenever you pronounce this, it's alarm. But obviously, when you're in you're in meditation, it's going to sound something like this. Alarm. And that's what you want to um, you you want to say or hum or whatever we're calling it as you're balancing and cleaning out this root chakra because that vibration is going to tell the root chakra okay they're they're trying to do something here and they're trying to clean you out and they're balancing you and things like that the symbol for this chakra is a four petaled lotus that has a square within that and within the square is an inverted triangle i didn't know that so whenever you see that you know that it is the root chakra. Um, There's also a pose that you can do. So there's a lot to do. So whenever you balance this chakra, you want to do your mantra, but you also want to do your pose. Okay. So if you're solely working with this chakra, then the pose is called the tree pose or the Varksasanta, Varksasana. Varksasana. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, but that's my English version of it. Um, and, and it's the tree pose. So it's basically you standing with your hands like this. And you also want to 
make your legs like the number four. Like Yeah, like a flamingo. Yeah, like a flamingo. Except exactly. you're balancing like one foot on your knee, kinda. Right. So as you're balancing this chakra and you're you you've you've done your breathing and you're level headed and you're clear minded and you're grounded, what you want to do is you want to do that pose and you want to pre- or you want to um repeat the mantra over and over until you feel that that chakra is balanced. And so some people may say, well, what does it feel like when it's balanced? Mm -hmm. Well, you'll know because you'll be very calm. You'll feel grounded. You'll feel balanced. um, And and you can visualize that chakra without any problems. And again, I usually tell people whenever you visualize it, make sure that you visualize a, a red circle or a ball of energy swirling perfectly in balance around the base of the spine. So that's kind of what you want to um, envision there with that chakra. The You can also eat foods, certain foods that are red to balance that chakra, like tomatoes, raspberries, strawberries, things like that. Um, and then the sense. So some people like to work with oils. So if yes. you want to add another little boost to your um, chakra balancing for the root chakra, you can add in one of my favorites, which is patchouli. I'm going to recommend that all day long um, or cedar or myrrh. But I would recommend patchouli because, God, I, I just it love smells it. Really yeah, good. It does. Um, and that's pretty much the basics of that that chakra, the root chakra. Now, I've also understand you can wear those colors as well. So you could wear red. You can put your red scarf on. You can put a red shirt on. You can wear red socks. I mean, whatever. And I mean, speak to that. Does that help at all? Yep. So if you're working solely with that chakra, so if you're feeling ungrounded, unbalanced, you can't make decisions, things are going crazy, or you just feel like there's a heightened um, energy around you, then you can wear that color or you can surround yourself in that color. So you can have like, um, I don't know, let's say that you have like a little red bracelet or something. You can wear a red bracelet. And every time that you feel ungrounded or unbalanced, you kind of look at that and you kind of go into that that meditation and you do your mantra and you do your pose and things like that. Um, and you can also like um, like we talked about, you can eat red food. So there's a lot that you mm-hmm. can do. You can do all of that and you can really i mean if you did all of that you would probably balance that thing more than i could right um so my recommendation is that to work with one chakra at a time and do it day by day or week by week take your time with it and balance it properly or you can just hire me and i'll do it for you (laughs) (laughs) so yeah very cool and it that little the little mantra thing, even when you were doing it just then, you can feel it in your body. Like you can feel the vibrations. You can feel it. I don't know. It's just like that's just straight up your body. It's crazy. Yeah. And if there's anybody out there who wants to resonate with that vibration, I just wanted to do it again. And maybe you can do it and we can match that tone to show people kind of what it is. How's it go again? Larm. 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 All right. All right. So I have to do it really low, right? Yeah. So you want to go a little bit. You want to tap into that low energy and you want to mantra it <laughs> mantra it and then we hold the vowel right so it's like long yes. okay alarm hold it on the m hold it on the m okay not the vowel all right okay ready alarm lower <laughs> Okay. That's okay. And this is good because a lot of people are probably in the same predicament. Great. You want to lower it as low as you can get it. Okay. So let's try again. Okay. Ready? Lom. 
Okay, how about I just do it, and those of you who can relate to it can do it. I have to practice. It's okay, and that's it. So I want to do it, though, for a couple seconds because I want people to actually take a second to do it. So let me focus for just a second. And what I'm doing right now is I'm focusing on that chakra. So I immediately envision that part of the body at the base of the spine. I'm imagining that red ball of energy kind of, you know, coming up and and growing a little bit. And now I'm going to do my mantra to balance it. Lum. And a nice little fade at the end. Wow. I I feel that. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> feel that. Okay. I'm good now for the podcast. So earlier, how many <laughs> times do they need to do that? Like within one, you're trying to balance your root chakra. Do I do that three times, five times, 10 times? So I, I feel w- better. Again, it's all about baby steps. So you want to first visualize. You want to work on the visualization part of it. Don't rush too much to get into the mantra. Visualize that red ball of energy swirling perfectly in a circle right around the base of the spine. Once you have that, you want to start mantraing it. We're going to call this mantra it. <laughs> yeah, I like and, it. And so w- when you do that, um, you, you obviously pronounce the alarm. And you do that until you feel grounded. Like, so I'm really good at it. I can do it. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not conceited or whatever, but I've done this so many times that I can do it with just one. Mm -hmm. But I like to continue to do it four or five times until I feel that I'm done. Right. Right. And so when I stopped, I immediately felt that energy. And so that's you'll feel it. You will feel it. Um, But take a pause in between each mantra and see how you feel. If you're not feeling it, keep on going. And if you're in, if you've done it like 10 times and you still can't feel it, then stop and try to revisit it another time. It's not meant for that point in time. I would suggest going back to your visualization techniques and working on that before you start your mantras again. So do it until you feel that you've done it. Yeah. You, you'll feel it because the vibration, once you stop, you'll physically feel it in your head. It's like a head thing. And then throughout your spirit, you'll feel it because your spirit will be like, <sighs> it's almost like that weight lifted off of your shoulders. And we're going to have to pause. Wow. Who is here? So we are back. We are back. <laughs> it's been a morning of interruptions. And I been. apologize. It's a crazy day. Monday. And I know earlier in the podcast, I was tripping over my words, but it always takes me a minute to get going. So <laughs> thank you for staying tuned with us. Like, I, it just takes me a minute to get going. And that little, as a matter of fact, that mantra that I did has put me in a place where I'm like, okay, I know ready I'm ready to go. now. Yeah. It just takes a little bit of time to get started for me. But yeah. So, okay. so do it until you feel that you've done it, that you feel bound. You'll, you'll feel it in your head and then you'll feel it throughout your spirit. Yeah. I like that. Can you listen to, can you listen to it on a recording? Does it have, I don't feel like it would have the same effect, but would it? And what do you mean by that? So like if you listen to chants on YouTube. Like- oh yeah, absolutely. You want to match that tone, mm-hmm. right? It's called harmonizing. That's basics in music and yeah. stuff, right? You want to harmonize with it. You want to feel like if you're singing a song on the radio and you're like hitting a note and you're like, oh, that sounded good because you matched <laughs> that singer, right? Right. That's the exact same thing. Match the tone of the person that's doing it or have people match it once you learn how to do it. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So that gives people some options. They don't have to just kind of start off by themselves. You can listen to other people do it. You can and, and try to match that. I think that's a good 
good way to start. Maybe. Right. Yeah. So the root chakra, again, to kind of, excuse me, sum it up, it is very important because it's the very first chakra in the set. And it also is the chakra that has to be aligned for every other one to work. Mm -hmm. um, again, this is kind of like the nerve system of your phys or your spiritual body. It is the one that um, gets all the other chakras ready to go, ready to work. But it's one of the most important because without it, all the other ones don't work basically. Right. And what's funny is when I first started this and I was learning about chakras, I immediately like I'm I'm like I need to do my third eye, I need to do my crown, third eye, crown, third eye, crown because that's all I wanted to do is I wanted that connection. And I had to back up because it was, you know, a long time before I finally went, maybe they're right. Maybe I need to work on my root first. Yeah. And then you like you start doing that and everything falls into place. That's it. And it and it usually happens just like that. Yeah. That's exactly what I've heard from most of my clients is Wow, I didn't realize how important that chakra is, but yeah. it is very important. It's very important. And you don't, I don't want to say you don't want to work on it because you do eventually. But like when you're first starting out, you're so excited about all the other stuff. Yeah. That you want to bypass well, those bottom three and you can't. You want to get to what you're trying to accomplish uh -huh. again. And spirit's going to be like, no, it doesn't work that way. I'm going to kick you back until right. you learn this. So that's why I always say take it with you know, do baby steps. Mm -hmm. One thing at a time, the smallest thing can make the biggest difference. It's true. Well, thank you for that. That was very informative. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about learning about all of the other chakras. I have a lot of questions because I'll have people who tell me, you know, they'll tell you, you need to balance them from the bottom up, which is how I've, you taught me mm -hmm. to do it. That's mm -hmm. how I've learned. And then I have other people who balance from the top down. Mm -hmm. Is there a right or wrong way? I think if that person is balancing them for you, it's basically how they want to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm just a standard guy. I'm going to do it from, you know, bottom to top because that's the way that I feel that spirit wants me to teach it. So it could be different for somebody else. I don't know, but mm -hmm. that's the way that I do it. Yeah. And, and and those who are listening or watching, you can do it however you want to. You mm -hmm. can start at the heart, heart chakra. As long as the root gets balanced, then you should be good to go. That's good to know. I didn't know you could start in the middle. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying. I mean, but you why know. wouldn't you? I mean, why not? I mean, and why not? Maybe you're working with just one chakra, yeah. you know, and maybe you want to do the heart, but you have to do the root in order for it to work. Yeah. Very cool. And we're going to do, or I say we, Ronnie's doing a meditation at the, uh, you know, at the end of our show today, that's going to, is it going to balance the chakras or are we working yeah. through? It's that shower meditation. I really it, like that one. Yeah, it is a shower meditation. So after the credits of this show, we're not going to do it during the show, but mm -hmm. after the credits, I'm going to do a brief 10-ish minute meditation. And that is going to I wouldn't say it's going to completely balance, but I think it's going to awaken most of, if not all, your chakras. Yeah. And that's a really good way to start. Um, Meditation is really tricky in the beginning for a lot of people. It was for me. It is. At least in the very, very beginning. And um, a lot of our show today is going to be talking about the practice of meditation because it is the basis of the spiritual journey. Until you learn how to meditate, mm -hmm. everything else is a little more difficult. Right. And meditation is not my most favorite thing to do. It's not like I'm going, oh boy, today I get to go sit and, you know, it's, it's <laughs> tricky sometimes. It's tricky to find the time. It's tricky to get your brain to where it needs to be. It's tricky to get your heart where it needs to be. But once that becomes a practice, I think it's a lot, um, you look forward to it a little bit more right. than you did at the beginning because at the beginning, it's so tough. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. Um, now, meditation is practiced by many, many religions. I have a 
family member who her son told them growing up, I want to be, uh, I want to teach meditation. He was very into researching it and, and, and they're, they're, um, they said, no, that's not, that's not what Jesus would want you to do is to teach meditation. And I thought, but isn't that just quiet time? It's just reflection. It's prayer. It's it's, prayer. It's just a quiet, there's nothing, you know, malicious about meditation, but they were very, very much against it. And so I, of course, being who I am and I have to play devil's advocate to everything. Meditation is in the Bible 23 times. The word meditation is in the Bible 23 times. And I actually wrote down a quote. The Bible talks about it in Psalm 1. It says that when believers meditate on God's word, they'll be blessed just like a tree flourishes if planted by continuously running water. And I love that. And you know that exactly what that means is that you're resonating with yeah. that energy. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is resonating with God or whom or whatever, whatever you source, believe in. Yeah. You know, um, you're resonating with that energy. You're incorporating it within your life mm-hmm. and you're going to utilize it. So what's the harm in that? Right. And it's just a refresher. Like that's what I got from that is it's just a way to keep your spirit refreshed with whatever path you're on, whatever religious yep. path you're on. And I think that was really nice. You know, they, of course, Buddhism has a, a, it's well known for having its meditation, its monks, all of those, the Tibetan monks, all of those things. Hours and days in meditation. It is amazing that they're, how they can focus their thoughts for that long. Um, But it even goes back, when I was doing some research for this episode, it goes back as early as 3000 BCE, is how far back we can find hieroglyphics and writings in caves of meditation being practiced. It's something that's been done for thousands and thousands of years. It has benefits. As you can well guess, you have less stress, less anxiety. It's been shown to decrease blood pressure. It's been been shown to improve sleep, enhance your self-awareness. It's just medically very beneficial. You know, physically to your body, it can be very beneficial. Um, Spiritually, though, I find, and please jump in because you know a lot more about this than I do, but I find that it is the easiest and fastest way to my guides Oh, is yeah. sitting in meditation. That is when I get clear messages. That is when I get clear contact. Um, and that doesn't happen for me yet, just willy nilly. I, you know, I still have to go into meditation to really communicate with them. And I know eventually it will be easier, mm-hmm. but that's the best way that I can do it. And Something that when I went into this, I struggled. I have ADD. I have attention deficit disorder. Like I have medicine that I don't take every day because I take it kind of when I need it. But it's my, I have that monkey mind. That's what they used to call it. I think in, in Buddhism, that's what they, they have that term monkey mind where I'm just all over the place all the time. And it's really hard to concentrate on anything, whether I'm, I'm doing, you know, my regular job, if I'm doing this stuff, I mean, I have to work to concentrate. So it took me, guys, it took me almost a year to be able to meditate for five minutes, Mm -hmm. almost a year. And Mm -hmm. I was so frustrated and I was ready to give up. I have a piece of paper that you wrote for me when we first started this on the basics. It was like, have the temperature set to this. Make sure you're not hungry. Make sure you're not cold. Make sure, you know, all of these little things because it was so hard for me. And then you see some people who can go straight into it. And it's, that's, that's amazing. And I'm getting to, to that point now where it's a little bit easier, but, um, it's not necessarily about clearing your mind completely. And I think that's the most important takeaway for me is you're not going to have a completely quiet mind. That is, I mean, it can be done, but I think the more important thing is 
you're mindful and you're present in what you're doing in that moment. Mm -hmm. That is what meditation is about for me anyway. Um, And when we, well, I'll get into that in just a second, but I want to talk about finding the time to do it because I hear that more than anything. I don't have time to meditate. How do you have time to meditate? Now, keep in mind, for the last four years, I've worked from home, so I have that luxury to be able to take my lunch break and go use part of that time to meditate. Um, but before that, I mean, I was working. I'm a teacher. I work full-time plus with with my job. I was working on all the spirituality stuff. I have two kids, and when I started this, neither of them were driving. I was taking them to extracurriculars. Eventually, I started working on my master's degree. I mean, it was I was busy all the time. But I still, because I wanted this so badly, I found five minutes. I found 10 minutes. Um, When I started this, I was even doing it twice a day. I would go like Mm -hmm. in the morning, I would start to meditate. And then on my lunch Mm -hmm. break, I would meditate. Even when I worked in a a, a brick and mortar school, I had 25 minutes for lunch. And now keep in mind, you were making copies and you were taking kids and you were doing all these things. But I could find five minutes to sit in my classroom and just be quiet. I didn't have to like, get into some deep, you know, meditative state for 30 minutes or five minutes, just find five minutes to sit and be quiet. And that's a great way to, to start this. And I always tell people too, like they, I hear the time excuse so much. Mm -hmm. So I started finding a way I started working with my guides and I'm like, how can we find time for them? And, and the answer I got was, if you sleep, you can meditate because right before you go to sleep is the perfect time to meditate. And right after you wake up is another perfect time to meditate. So I always recommend for those who are not familiar with meditation or don't know how to really jump into it, do it only for one minute. Set a timer on your phone. And then before you start the timer, kind of take a few deep breaths. And then once you feel relaxed enough, go ahead and start the timer for a minute. During that minute, focus on your breathing, focus on relaxing, focus on a chakra if you want to kind of distract your mind from physical things. And then just work with that minute. And then the more that you do that, you know, and do that for a week, maybe. And then maybe the next week, work on two minutes. I mean, this is a very slow process. You cannot rush this because we have to remember in the spiritual realm, there is no such thing as time. So they don't understand what you mean by I only have a minute to meditate. They're like, I don't care. Right. (laughs) Right. And I mean, they don't say it like that. But still, it's kind of like you have to find the time to do it. And I tell people, too, sometimes as we're going to do the colorful shower, you know, um, at the end of this podcast, if you're in the shower, that's a form of meditation. If you're vacuuming your house, that's a form of meditation. As long as you're focused on something, you can meditate. Right. And when we meditate, we don't want to focus on all of the things in the physical world. What I'm saying is we want to focus on that meditation or that situation or whatever it is that we're working on at that time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you do meditate actually more than, you know, Um, I know a lot of people say, you know, whenever they clean their house, they feel that that therapeutic. Right. It's it's therapeutic for them. And that is because you kind of just went into a meditation, right? You Mm -hmm. were cleaning, you were focusing when we're washing the dishes or when we're vacuuming. We're not really, we're not doing paperwork or whatever. We're doing one simple task and our mind is just freely flowing. Mm -hmm. And that is the perfect time to connect to, you know, that that energy that you're working with. Yeah, And I was going to say like walking outside in nature that's a great time to meditate sitting in the bath. If you have the luxury of having you know time to sit in a bath, mm-hmm. that's a great time to meditate. 
the shower that I have done that a thousand times because that was the only time in my day I had to sit and actually kind of clear my head. But when you're doing, I want to call them, I guess, mindless tasks like vacuuming, like doing the dishes things. So you really, it's muscle memory at that point. You can let those your thoughts just flow and you can do that. Um, which kind of leads me to talking about the where that you want to meditate because I was, when I meditate and it's, that's for me, I can walk, I can take a shower, I can do those things, those things too. But my favorite way to do it is I like to sit in like a big comfy chair or even on the floor. Like I'm a floor sitter. So (laughs) sit on the floor. Mm -hmm. I like smells. I'm very like, Mm -hmm. I want it to smell like a, like a metaphysical shop in my house. Like I want that incense. So I burn incense. You don't have to. I light a candle because I like to light candles. You don't have to. But those things kind of help me be present in the moment. And it's my little space. It's because I've done it for so long now, I can start setting that up and I can feel my body getting ready Mm -hmm. because it knows, okay, she's doing this. Here's that smell that smells triggering, you know, my brain to start relaxing. I can take a few deep breaths and I'm in that meditative state at that point. Yep. Because I, my body knows, okay, she's doing all these things. Right. Let's go, yep. you know, and it will get that way. But you don't have to do all that stuff. You know, this is right. a very personal practice. Right. Is you have to do what makes you relax and what makes you happy. Um, yeah, I even will do background noise, like uh, not right. background noise, but music. Right. Yep. Based like no words. I don't, you know, want any words in it, but I'll just go to YouTube and type in meditation music yeah. and whatever pops up. That's yep. what I listen to. Yep. Um, I, I don't like to do the same music over and over again because I don't, I'll start to focus on that. You know, I'll start to know what's coming up and I don't want that. I want just basic, clear. I don't really have to think about it. Or if you're out there and you're, and you're not that way, you could use the same song for the same meditation each time so that because some people like structure and they yeah, like that absolutely um, that would be something that i would be doing is using the same thing you would like this the, yeah, yeah and that's what i mean it it's very me, personal it, it, right it's again it's telling my guides i'm ready to work on mm-hmm. this particular area or this chakra so let's do that or i'm ready to balance everything you know yeah. so and i think a big part of meditation so when you're ready and you have your background set up and you have your area ready to go you you have to go into it with intention you have to go into it with a positive intention um, like I said at the beginning, I did not love meditating. It was hard for me. So when I went into it, I think that probably slowed me down was mm-hmm. I kind of dreaded it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now that I start going into it with, okay, this is kind of nice. This is my quiet time. Mm-hmm. I get more results this way. Right. But I also have the intention of um, this is the time that I'm going to connect with my guides today. Mm-hmm. Or this is the time I'm going to go and, and meditate on this chakra today. Setting that intention in all of these metaphysical practices is a big, big, big part of it is, is that you are letting the the people on the other side know what you're doing. So spirit just communicated to me as you were saying that and they showed me and they and they told me to tell all the listeners to make a grocery list, but not for groceries, make it for meditation. So they showed me somebody going to a grocery store, but that was their intent. And on that paper is what they had to get, right? It's the same thing with meditation. Before you meditate, make a list of things that you want to do or that you don't want to do. And that is going to help you set your intention for Mm -hmm. that specific situation. And don't go into it thinking you got to do it all in one meditation. It's not going to happen. No. I'm telling you right now. Baby step this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You got to baby step it. And and I think another big part of it, um, along with intention, is being mindful and practicing mindfulness and practicing being present. Um, You're going to have thoughts come and go, but being able to 
identify those thoughts and almost picking them out of your head and going, okay, we're going to talk about this in a little bit. This is not the time. We're going to come back and worry about what's for dinner later. We're going to come back and worry about, you know, I got to go take so-and-so to a ball game later. We're gonna, whatever it is, almost like pick it out of your head visually so that you can focus on what you have to do. Um, something else that that is a big part of it is just breathing. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a million ways you can do that. I've seen people um, do, uh, what was that? I wrote it down. It was like six Four, seven. Yeah, the yeah. six, four, seven, mm-hmm. where you breathe in for six seconds, hold it for four, and release it for seven. That doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I have horrible anxiety. And so my chest is always tight all the time. And so I can't release something for seven seconds without going, <gasps> like, I'm going to suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. I can't do it. So what I, I, I do is I like to imagine almost like I'm breathing in white almost like a white mist. Mm -hmm. And when I breathe out, it's gray. I'm getting all the Mm -hmm. good in and all the bad out. And hopefully by the time I'm done with four or five nice big breaths, I'm breathing in and out white because I'm gotten rid of the the ick that's in my aura and in my chakras and I'm letting all the good in. That works for me. Maybe the six, four, seven works for you. I can't do it without thinking I'm going to die. So I can't. And I even did a a class one time and the lady told me, she goes, okay, we're going to meditate. And I said, okay, great. And I'm sitting there on her couch and the class is in there and we're meditating and we're quiet. And I kept, because I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and she kept, she kept making comments like general, you know, make sure you're not taking big breaths now. Make sure you're not. I'm like, I'm going to have to, because if not, you're going to have to take me to the hospital. Yeah. So you have to do this your way. There's not. And you know, ultimately too, that I think that would work for every single person out there is that with the breathing, if you just breathe. Mm-hmm. Just focus on how you breathe. Focus on your breathing in and your breathing out. You don't have to take deep breaths. Yeah. You don't have to breathe a certain way, four, six, seven, whatever, all these numbers. <laughs> you can do however you feel comfortable, but mostly just focus on your breathing. And what that's going to do is it's not only going to tell your body you're ready to meditate, but it's going to also distract you from all of the other right. noises that are coming through. And in all of those thoughts that we really don't want to think at that moment, like you said, taking somebody to a baseball game or whatever. Yeah. When that happens, focus back on your breathing. It's always like I, I, I tell my clients sometimes I'm like, well, if you can't meditate or, or you get distracted during your meditation, Im- immediately focus on a pink elephant. Because first of all, that's not normal. But second of all, it's going to distract you and you're going to go only focus on that. And then you're going to get back on track. Right. right. So that's a tool that you can use. Obviously, if you get distracted in your meditation, focus mm-hmm. on something that's abnormal. Yeah. And I even will do like breathe. Now I do it all the time, but sometimes I'll breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth just to keep me focused on my breathing because then I have to concentrate on where the air is going to go until I start to relax a little bit. Yeah. And then eventually it all goes away. And then, you know, then you're in meditation and you're in a meditative state. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, just keep trying. It will work for you. If you're if you're out there and you have a hard time meditating, just keep doing it. That's the most important thing. Try, try, try. Yeah. And I've I've seeing people be able to like sit up and meditate and lay down and meditate. And I don't think there's a right or wrong way. I will say, I will warn you about laying down to meditate. I go to sleep every time, every time I have to sit up to meditate or I'm going to take a nap. So (laughs) keep that in mind. If you're going to fall asleep like me, which is like on the verge of, what is it? Narcoleptic. (laughs) (laughs) Or I can just fall asleep at whim, on a whim. Um, Just 
keep in mind that you will be relaxed and you will. Yeah, you up. definitely you, don't want to do this while you're driving no. or anything like that. Sit you want to you want to find a place where there's going to be no distractions. Again, if you're only doing it for a minute, then find a place where there's going to be no distractions for a minute. Mm-hmm. Leave your phone outside of a room or just get on your bed and sit cross like a yeah or you can lay down or, you can and you can fall asleep who i mean i just don't get as much out of it if i fall asleep i feel uh, yeah. like i wake up and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> shoot like I've, but the, i but i want them to understand there's nothing wrong with that no, if they no, no, do no, no, it no, no, it no, just no. doesn't work for you that it way doesn't. but maybe there is somebody out there who will fall asleep and wake up and they're like holy crap i can face the world right right now. so maybe it does work that way but you know how it, as long as you're not going to have distractions things like that there are certain you know things that you have to do you know universally for everyone that that has to be done before you meditate but yeah do it your way yeah and if you're gonna do and which we'll talk about on another show like if you're gonna lay down and, and meditate on chakras sometimes you put crystals on your chakras yep you can't do that sitting up. you have right. to lay down for that but um, for me, I have to sit up because I'll go to sleep. Um, I also have had people talk up to me about, well, what if you get antsy? What if you can't sit still? What if you need to move? What if you need to shake your foot? And that's where the physical meditation can really help where you're walking, you're in a bath, you're in a shower. You're still kind of moving a little bit, but you can still get into that meditative, relaxed state. Um, so there are ways to do this for everybody. There's there's time to do this for everybody. And like Ronnie said, start with 60 seconds. I remember starting with 60 seconds to the point where I would go, okay. And I close my eyes and I check the timer. I close my eyes and I check the timer. And of course it doesn't, I mean, that was day one, day two, day three. Right. Eventually it gets easier. But it I does. was, I was checking the timer. Yep. How many more seconds do yep. I have left? You know, right. because, but here's the thing. I was focused on time. I wasn't focused right. on what was in my brain. I was still focused on something. Now, that's going to take me to talk a little bit about how mm-hmm. I still meditate to this day. Um, I, I'm a visual meditator. Like, I need visualization. So that started for me with guided meditations, whether it was coming to you for them, whether it was finding one on YouTube, whether it was going to a retreat, whatever meditation. that, I, In my opinion, that was the best way for me to start mm-hmm. because it made my brain focus on something that wasn't the other 3,000 things I had to do today. Mm-hmm. It walks you through, you know, meeting guides. It walks you through just a nice field somewhere, a meadow. It mm-hmm. it walks you through different things to focus on to help you get into that meditative state. There are a ton of them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Ronnie's going to record one at the end of the show today, and you guys can have that and play it on repeat all you want to. Those are very helpful. Walking through your chakras mm-hmm. are very helpful. Mm-hmm. When I meditate, I like to do that. I'll start with my red and I go up. You know, I start with the root and I go up. And I think about cleaning them. I think about spinning them, which we'll talk about again on another show. But that's another way to meditate. Yeah, um, maybe you even see as you're doing that, let's say that you're trying to clean out the root chakra, you can see yourself as a little person inside your root chakra yeah. with a broom sweeping it. You can do whatever you want. There is no set way Mm-mm. to do it. It is about how you feel that you need to do it. And that's important because I can tell you a million ways to save money or do whatever, but ultimately you're going to do what you want anyways, right? And right. it's the same with meditation and chakras. Do it your way. Find a way that works for you, but start small. Start small. Do not overwhelm yourself because then you're just defeating the whole purpose of meditation, yeah. which is to not overwhelm yourself. Which is it's to, to relax. What is the opposite of overwhelm? Underwhelm. Underwhelm, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I've even seen people that don't want to close their eyes. They'll light a candle and look into the oh, flame. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's oh, yeah. a way to meditate. Some of the meditations that are guided on YouTube actually have visuals that you can uh, you can keep your eyes open and w- watch the visuals yeah. to keep you, you know, distracted. So it, it, there's a million ways to do this. It's very, it, you're going to find your way. You're going to find the way that works best for you. It's trial and error, though. So be patient. You know, if this doesn't work for you, try something different. Yep. But my opinion is you should try it a couple of times before you decide it doesn't work for you. Because sometimes it takes your brain a minute to kick into gear and go, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, I like that. Um, currently, like I said, I I, visu- I still do visualization meditations. There's very few times I'll meditate and just have nothing happening. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always trying to connect to a guide or focus on a chakra or do something to kind of progress my growth currently. Well, you're setting your intention. I am. I'm I I, I have questions. I need yeah, <laughs> things sure. answered. Yeah. I need I put my guides to work. Yeah. <laughs> but in the beginning, I think it's important to set your intention as just to clear your just mind. Just to clear your mind, and, just to yeah. have one focus, one thought. Absolutely. Um yeah, it, it's it's very, very relaxing. Now I'm to the point where I do enjoy meditating yeah. i do like to find my time to do that um my family even knows how, mom's going to meditate get mm-hmm. quiet mm-hmm. you know don't be loud and i'll go in my room and, and my husband or I'll, I'll get ready to do a reading and i'm like i gotta go meditate and he's like okay and they all get quiet yeah. you know even though i'm in my bedroom and a door is shut and i have music playing they're very respectful of it so it does become a habit it does become a practice you have to practice it. You, mm-hmm. it's just like anything else. If you yep. want to be a good baseball player, you got to practice baseball. If you want to be good at meditation, you got to practice meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, oh, it, it took me years. Years. It took years. It's hard. I remember when I first started meditation because I remember how important it was. Mm-hmm. I was trying to rush through it because I'm like, okay, I can. I'm a fast learner. And I can learn this fast, but again, it doesn't work that way. Doesn't matter. There's no such thing as time mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm. So we have to keep that in mind that one minute over here. Oh, and that's another thing, too, I wanted to say is that if you started off with 60 seconds, when you were talking about looking at the clock constantly, yeah. that 60 seconds feels like 60 minutes sometimes. It sure does. It can feel like a long time. You're on 30 seconds and you're like, dang, when is this thing going to go off? I've been right? doing this for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously, it can feel like a lot longer than it actually is. But don't let that distract you. Take the time. Just enjoy what you're doing. It's only 60 seconds. seconds. That is it. And if you can't do 60 seconds in your life, then I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) But again, there's 60 seconds before you fall asleep. There's 60 seconds in the day. Sometimes there's 60 seconds somewhere that you can There's 60 seconds in the parent pickup line. I mean, yeah, exactly. There's 60 seconds in lots and lots of places. Um, And don't have expectations. Don't go into it thinking you're going to come out of it, you know, knowing all of the things of the universe. Right. You may just go in there and think about, you know, the roast you're going to make for dinner. I don't know. But, you know, eventually you do come out with information. Eventually you do come out with guidance and advice. And I think that the important thing, too, to remember is that after the meditation, then you will start getting those messages and things like that because you're more grounded and you can receive information from spirit. Mm -hmm. And that was on my on my list of things to talk about is afterwards. I have a journal. It's back here somewhere on this bookshelf. Every time I meditate, it sits next to me so that when I'm done, I write down what it was about because I'm not going to remember. Yep. Five minutes later, I'm not going to remember. Right. And I need that because I go in with questions. I go in with intent. I go in wanting to know things. And so I write stuff down, even if it makes zero sense. You know, they show me a a zebra running across the field. 
What does that mean to me? I don't know. I'm going to write it down, though, because mm-hmm. in a week it might mean something. Yep. So you know, journaling, writing that down is very, very, very important because it it's going to be a good reference for you to go back to and look at later on. Um, I, something that I really, I think this is not great for beginning meditation, but eventually there's a meditation called Sitting in the Power, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've heard of. It's, um, I haven't actually. You haven't heard of Sitting in the Power? Yeah. I love Sitting in the Power. It's... <laughs> 10 minutes. It's on YouTube. There's several of them. I like the 10 minute one. I don't want to. Can I name it? I don't know if I can name it because a person. Can I name it? It's, I mean, you. Okay. Can I? I'm going to say allegedly in front of it so I don't get sued. Allegedly. <laughs> this is. I'm sure they won't mind you sharing their, sending people yeah, their right? way. <laughs> it's Tony Stockwell does it. He, it's 10 minutes long. It's super fast, but it connects you to, it, it, it kind of starts off with you picturing the light inside your solar plexus and it just grows and grows and it fills your body and then it fills the room and then it fills the planet until your aura is huge. And I find I connect to my spirit guides some days better that way than just sitting there. So sometimes if I get, um, I don't want to use the word bored, but just kind of maybe worn out on one meditation, I'll play that one. Mm -hmm. And it's great. It works for me. It gives you time to sit and to receive information. And it's fast. It's 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, again, I could do that in the parent pickup line. Right. While I was waiting on on the kids. Right. So, Don't because you might fall asleep. <laughs> right. I could. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Ma'am. Ma'am. Were you meditating? <laughs> there are 75 cars behind you. If you could move, you could move. Yeah. Um, essential oils. If you like that kind of stuff. I Chamomile is a good one. Sandalwood, lavender, rose oil, incense. I don't even have advice on incense because I love them all. Yeah. I found this honey one lately. It's so good. Oh, wow. It smells so good. Just find a smell you like. I love walking into metaphysical stores and that smell makes me happy. That smell alone relaxes my body. So that's what I try to replicate here, you know, and I have three dogs and two boys and a husband. And so sometimes it does not smell like a metaphysical (laughs) store in here. (laughs) It smells like a locker room. It does. (laughs) It smells like the outside. So um, that's something that that I really like to do. And and guys, I've said it before, you can't. It's personal. You have to find what works for you. Try these different things. We, mm-hmm. You know, the, the suggestions we've made, they're not the only ones out there. They're mm-hmm. not, may not be just right for you. They may be perfect for you. Try lots of things, but be patient. Yeah. It takes a long time. And going into it thinking, you know, you're going to come out immediately on day one, knowing the secrets of, of the universe, you're not. It's going to take time. And you know, too, just because it takes time doesn't mean that you're not going to achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve. I don't want people to say, well, God, I got to go through a whole year worth of... No, it doesn't. It's not necessarily... That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that you can achieve goals while you're meditating throughout that, you know, however long it takes you to accomplish meditation. It's just... it, It takes time to actually learn meditation is what we're saying right and i've been back at this five years mm-hmm. plus and i'm still learning new techniques i'm still listening to to other speakers and people who are professionals like this is their jam and that will this never is what end. they do i will continue to yeah. learn until i die it, because it, yeah that's what we're here for there, yeah <laughs> there will always be a new person to right. teach a new technique or somebody who's learned something from spirit and yeah oh it will never end i learn almost Every day about mm-hmm. something spiritual or a message or something, a life lesson or whatever the case is. 
Um, but I'm usually grounded when I learn those things yeah. or when I when I'm able to acknowledge or recognize those mm-hmm. life lessons. Yeah. So don't don't think there's one way to do this. There's a million ways to do this. And you're going to keep it's going to keep changing. Yeah, it's going to you're going to keep growing. At least that's what we hope. You know, we hope that we're going to continue to grow and continue to learn. Yep. So we're going to do um, Ronnie's going to do a meditation here at the end once the credits roll so that you guys can kind of experience that. Um Again, use it, play it on repeat if you want to. Um, if, you, if you like it, great. If you don't, you don't have to listen to it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good one. It's the one that you started me off with. Actually, it's not the one you started me off with. You started me off with the... The beach. The beach. I usually yeah. start everybody off because that's what I was started off with. So again, it's a tool that I learned that I apply to other people. But you know what? I still use the beach one every once in oh, a while. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's a great one. Yeah. It's quick. It's easy. It yeah. gets the job done. And that one actually goes through the chakras twice mm-hmm. and does a connection between the earth and the sky. So it's a it's a whole... It's, it's, it's an intense meditation, but um, uh, it, it balances yeah. really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. And the one that I'm going to do today really does, too. It mm-hmm. balances you and stuff like that. It's just... It's not as connecting as the the beach one, mm-hmm. which maybe one day I'll do the beach. But yeah, yeah, we should do that one day for sure. For sure. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, next week, we are going to go over one of our paranormal investigations that we did here locally in Clay County, Florida at the Clay Theater. It was really, really I exciting. I just watched the videos. <laughs> And I am in shock at what we saw. So you have to pay attention to next podcast because I think we should actually start the podcast off with the paranormal investigation because there's so much good stuff. It's so much it's good so stuff. Good. Um, and don't so forget too, guys, we are on Instagram. We are. Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, the whole kit and caboodle. We're trying to add stuff slowly but surely. And uh, so we'd appreciate it if you would like and share and subscribe and do whatever you can on whatever platform you use, um, because it does help us. It does. And so we're starting to see the numbers and everything's looking good. We want you guys to be a part of the podcast. So we're we're giving you this information, but um, it's a shared experience. And I want you to know that we're really appreciative of all of you joining in the podcast, whether it's listening or viewing it or both or whatever. Um, I really do appreciate it. Yeah. We really do appreciate we it. We really we do. We do. And if you could go in and even just review, let us know what you like, what you don't like, so that we can make those adjustments um to 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 make the audience yes. happy. Feedback is extremely important mm-hmm. so that we can keep bringing you content that you actually want to hear and yeah. see. Well, you guys have a great day and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on this brief guided meditation. Some things to keep in mind are that this is a meditation, so this is supposed to be something that's relaxing. So find a place where there are going to be no distractions for the next few minutes and somewhere safe. Also, you can use headphones. You don't have to use headphones. It's completely up to you. My eyes will be closed because I will be visualizing as I'm instructing you to visualize as well. So with that being said, you can keep your eyes open or you can close them. It's completely up to you. If at any time during the meditation you're uncomfortable, just come out of the meditation. It's not going to harm you in any way. It'll just um, stop the flow of energy and you can turn off the video. But if you're ready to get started, let's begin.
focus on your breathing. That's the most important thing during meditation is that you're breathing normally. Take nice deep breaths in. And when you release, you want to push out any stress, worry, or anxiety that you may have. It's important to note that if there are distractions that happen, just get right back on track. It's no big deal. If you hear background noises, that's perfectly fine as well. Just uh, focus your attention back onto the sound of my voice. And let's start. Let's both together take one nice deep breath in and push out any stress, worry, or anxiety that we may have. Breathe normally. Focus on the sound of my voice. Relax your shoulders, relax your arms, relax your fingers, relax your chest, relax your stomach, relax your legs, and relax your feet and your toes. Just relax your entire body from head to toe. Once you've done that, imagine yourself getting into the shower after a long day you turn the shower on a little warmer than, than normal just to feel that warmth and that comforting feeling. And as you step into the shower, you allow the water to flow evenly all over your body, making you feel safe and secure. And I want you to imagine that water starts to turn a little bit of a white color. Allow that white energy to surround you, protecting you from anything that means harm to you. And with that, while that's being uh, wrapped around your body, like the arms of an angel being wrapped around you, protecting you and guiding you, I want you to take a nice deep breath in and push out any stress, worry, or anxiety that you may have. I'll do it with you. and continue focusing on breathing normally. And if you don't wanna take a deep breath in, you don't have to. There is no pressure here to do anything in any way. I'm only here to guide. And now at this time, as that white water is surrounding you in protection, love and light, it starts to turn into a beautiful red color, a very vibrant red. Allow that red water to surround your body and allow it to start focusing in at the base of the spine. And as it focuses in on this area, it starts to develop into a ball of red energy that swirls perfectly in a circle. Allow that energy to flow throughout your veins in your body. Allow that energy to make you feel grounded and let that energy do its job. Continue standing in your shower, allowing that red energy to surround you and make you feel grounded. And as you do, it starts to turn into an orange color. And as it turns into an orange color, Allow the water to surround your physical body 
And as it does, it starts to focus right to where the belly button is located. And it starts to create a ball of orange energy that swirls perfectly in a circle. Allow that orange energy to let you feel creative and passionate about life. And allow that orange water to flow throughout your entire body, inside and out. And I invite you to stand there for just a second in your warm, comfy, cozy shower, allowing all of this orange energy to surround you and flow through in, in and out your body. And you may take a deep breath if you want. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Or you can do it with me. It feels so good to be standing in this shower and with this orange water surrounding you, making you feel creative again. You feel that spark. And now allow that energy or that water to change from orange into a very bright yellow. And allow that, that bright yellow water to surround you inside and out, making you feel that you have the knowledge to make decisions easily and effectively. And as you are allowing this yellow water to surround your body and flow through your veins, it starts to center right below the rib cage. And as it does, it starts to develop into a yellow ball of energy that swirls perfectly in a circle. I invite you to stay with this energy for just a moment. And as you're focusing on your breathing and you're still standing in this shower, just relaxing your body and allowing spirit to work, that yellow water now starts to become a very bright green. And as this water turns bright green, it surrounds you, it flows through your veins, and it starts to center right to where the heart is developing into a ball of energy that swirls perfectly in a circle. And I invite you to stay with this green ball of energy and allow it to swirl perfectly in a circle, focusing on your breathing and enjoying your shower. And now that water starts to change from green into a deep, cool blue. You can feel the heat from the shower and the coolness from this blue energy all at the same time. And allow that blue water to flow all over your body and allow it to run through the veins of your body. Pumping creativity, self-expression, and more importantly, allowing it to help you speak your truth. But as it does make you feel all of this, it starts to center right at the throat and it starts to grow into a ball of energy, of blue energy, that swirls perfectly in a circle. And I invite you to stay in this for just a moment, allowing that blue ball of energy to swirl perfectly in a circle. And for those of you who would like to take another breathing, uh, taking a deep breath in, 
and pushing out any stress, worry, or anxiety that you may have, you can do that with me or you can do it alone or you don't have to do it at all. No pressure. And now that water starts to develop into an indigo color. It starts to add a little purple to the blue. And as it does, allow the water to run all over your body and allow it to flow through your veins. And as it does, it starts to stop right between the eyebrows, developing itself into a ball of indigo, a bluish purple color, ball of energy that swirls perfectly in a circle. Allow this chakra to activate your intuitive side and help you become a better psychic or allow you to become more intuitive and more open to receiving messages. And I invite you to stay in this for just a moment. And now as you're still standing in your shower and you're starting to feel alive, you feel lighter, you can feel the warmth from the shower, you can feel all of these new things that's happening, that water starts to turn into a deep, rich purple or violet. Allow that water to uh, hit the top of your head flowing all over your body and allow it to soak up through your skin like a sponge running through your veins. And as it does, it starts to center itself right above your head at your crown chakra. Imagine that deep, rich purple developing into a ball of energy that swirls perfectly in a circle right above your head. And as it does, this is where spirit communicates to you. So spirit can now guide you even better than before, helping you and assisting you along your path and helping those with communication errors uh, between them and spirit. So I invite you to stay in this for just a moment. And now for those of you who want to, let's take one more deep breath in and push out the rest of any of the stress, worry, or anxiety that we have left in us. And let's go about our day revitalized and energized. And now, as you're full of all of this life, you turn off the water, getting out of your shower, drying off, fully refreshed and energized, or you may want to take a nap. It's up to you. Whatever spirit wants to do with you is what you will start to feel. And I thank you so much for joining me on this. I feel refreshed. I hope that you do too. And until next time, take care and namaste.